welcome to the first day of Christmas. Let's start with a beautiful, beautiful prayer by George Herbert. The shepherds sing, and shall I silent be? My God, no hymn for thee. My soul's a shepherd too, a flock it feeds of thoughts and words and deeds. The pasture is thy word, the streams thy grace, enriching all the place. Shepherd and flock shall sing, and all my powers outsing the daylight hours. And I'll add to that the shepherd's psalm, uh, which I discovered is quite my favourite version in the Good News translation. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the fields of green grass and leads me to quiet pools of fresh water. He gives me new strength. He guides me in the right paths, as he has promised. Even if I go through the deepest darkness, I will not be afraid, Lord, for you are with me. Your shepherd's rod and staff protect me. You prepare a banquet for me where all my enemies can see me. You welcome me as an honoured guest and fill my cup to the brim. I know that your goodness and love will be with me all my life. And your house will be my home as long as I live. Let's approach today's scriptures then, our Advent quotes. With the spirit and heart of a shepherd, humbly worshipping that great shepherd of our souls, Jesus, whose birth is celebrated today. I started my series a few years ago with Romans 12 verse 2, which said, don't be conformed, don't be squeezed into the mould of, don't accept the patterns of this age and this world, the patterns of fashion, the patterns of politics, the patterns of culture. It says, don't be conformed to the patterns of the world, but be transformed. And in fact, in the Greek, it's be being transformed, this beautiful, continuous, joyous process. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this age, but be being transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the making new of your mind, by the adopting of new paradigms. But then the scripture says, you will be able to test and prove and show and demonstrate the perfect will of God. And the verse that starts Romans 12 is an encouragement for us to offer our bodies, our lives, as a living sacrifice, which is an acceptable form of worship for God. Let me read those verses to you from the Good News Translation. So then, my brothers and sisters, because of God's great mercy to us, I appeal to you, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to his service and pleasing to him. This is the true worship that you should offer. Do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God, what is good and is pleasing to him, and is perfect. I don't know of any other great leader whose birth is foretold by prophecy to such an extent as Jesus. Here's Isaiah 7.14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive 
and bear a son, and should call his name Emmanuel. Luke 1, verses 30 to 31. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. In Luke 2, verse 10, the wonderful visitation of the angel to the shepherds, And the angel said to them, Fear not, I bring you good news of great joy. Jesus is the secret of Christmas. In fact, he's a mystery that was hidden from the powers of darkness. If they'd understood the power of the incarnation, Operation Incarnation as I call it, uh, they would not have crucified Jesus. We do know, of course, that they tried to destroy all the children, but that's tomorrow's story. James 1 verse 17 said, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Isaiah 9 verse 6 says, His name should be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. John 3.16, perhaps one of the most famous verses ever, For God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Luke chapter 1 verses 39 to 45, where Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Matthew 2 verse 2 Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Here's a great couple of verses about being adventurous. Matthew 2 verses 9 to 11 And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. God has a special plan for your life and for my life, a plan to prosper us and to bring us peace, a future and a hope. Let's follow the star. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. What a prophecy. Jesus is eternal. Jeremiah 1 verse 11 to 12. I see the branch of an almond tree, replied Jeremiah. Then Yahweh said to me, You have seen well, for I am actively watching over my word to fulfill it. Know that God is watching over you. He has a plan for your life. 
And that plan is beautifully symbolised by this first day of Christmas. Jesus is the one from old. I'll read that Jeremiah scripture again. I am actively watching over my word to fulfil it. And Micah? Out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. God has a plan for you that existed before you were born. And today, just as we celebrate the incarnation of Jesus on earth, know that his plan for you is to have the word incarnate in your heart, bringing about the transformation we began with in Romans 12. We started with a prayer from George Herbert. I'd like to finish with a prayer from George Herbert, and then one from Robert Louis Stevenson. Here's George. O thou whose glorious yet contracted light, wrapped in night's mantle, stole into a manger, since my dark soul and brutish is thy right, to man of all beasts be not thou a stranger. Furnish and deck my soul, that thou mayest have a better lodging than a rack or grave. And Robert Louis Stevenson to bring this first day of Christmas to a conclusion for us. O God, our loving Father, help us rightly to remember the birth of Jesus, that we may share it in the songs of the angels, the gladness of the shepherds, and the worship of the wise men. May the Christmas morning make us happy to be your children, and the Christmas evening bring us to our beds with grateful thoughts, forgiving and forgiven, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Merry Christmas.